Welcome back to another episode of Comic BS. I am Beach. I hope you're all well. Guys, I um, have done it again. I randomly picked up a random book down at the comic book store. And uh, tell you what, I'm fucking happy that I did. Because this is another one of those books similar to Ice Cream Man that I've been banging on about how fucking good it is. Because it is so fucking good. I have found the next Ice Cream Man for me. Um, to be honest, I, I, I'm probably going to put this up there above Ice Cream Man in reads. It's just fucking phenomenal. Uh, I am, in fact, talking about today the next... Uh, Happy New Comic Book Day, by the way. Sorry if I didn't already said that or if I did already said that. I've had a long fucking day already and I'm in between going to another place to have more of a long afternoon. So I just kind of get stuck right into this just for the fun of it and because there is so much to talk about in it and I have only got a limited time to do life. This is the new book from Image Comics, written by Jeff Lemire. Um, We also have Andrea Sorrento and Dave Stewart working on the arts and colours. Now, um, it is called Gideon Falls. Uh, Front cover, you just like, got no idea what the fuck this is on about. It's like a, a... uh, a bird's eye view of a city, uh, maps and buildings and harbors and all sorts of shit, and it's it's like a a face, like a almost like a monkey face kind of thing in a space suit. That's what it looks like to me. Okay, it looks like a, a space monkey, a NASA space monkey. Um, yeah. So, no idea what I was getting into. I just I flicked through the first page or so before picking it up, and holy shit, the fucking artwork it was just gritty and dirty and just like I'm, I'm looking at it and I felt real scummy and I'm like I've got to read this like how can I not read this shit so you get into it and it's upside down like and there's a dude standing over a bunch of rubbish bags and he's got a, a face mask on a breathing like a spray painter sander fucking mask on and he puts on some gloves and you turn the page, and he's diving into the fucking rubbish, like, just going at it, and he picks up a nail, and he looks at it, and he throws it over his head, and he fucking kicks a fucking bag out of the way, screaming, like, I know you're fucking here, come on, I know you're here, and he's losing his shit, and he's holding his head, and he and he just looks down underneath the dump master, and there's, like, a shard of metal or something, and he's just looking at it, and he holds it up, and he goes, oh... And it's like a big fucking, in a big red circle. And it spears down into four different panels from there. So the, the way the, the the paneling in this book is just phenomenal. Everything about it, like the gritty artwork, the colors, the, the color palette they've used on this is just 
dirty. That's, that's the only way I can describe it myself is just dirty. Um, and yeah, the, the the artwork itself, like the the pencils and the inks, it's just mm, amazing. I could I could just talk about just the artwork all day. But let's talk about the comic book as well. So he puts the um, thing, bit of metal, plastic, whatever, into a mason jar, does the lid up, puts it into his bag, and he walks off. And then, oh my god, I forgot about this panel. So next we've got a um, two-page pan- a two-page splash, half splash, I guess. It goes across the top. But it's drawn in the way of a panorama photo. So the walls are all curved as it goes around, and it shows you his whole um, living area. So you've got, like, from mason jar to mason jar on the back wall there. Uh, mason jar shelf to mason jar shelf on the back wall. Um it's it's like honestly it's just really good so he's got like the the small bed and it's, it's like a one bedroom place that he's living in obviously and there's a fucking million padlocks on the door and then you've got the mason jars and they've all got similar looking bits of metal slash plastic whatever and they're, they're all labeled like april 21st oh that's my birthday um burton street and then like you know march and the different streets and I didn't realize it was April 21st. That's awesome. Um, yeah, and so he puts this one up on the um, on the shelf. It's all uh, labeled. And then the next page, it's looking at the shelf. And there's fucking like, you know, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16 jars long going down, you know, five shelves. And, and he just looks absolutely exhausted as he sits down and scratches his head. He's still wearing his breathing mask. And then... Um, so he sort of starts praying by the looks of it, uh, and he's giving us um, giving us the Lord's Prayer. So he's our Father uh, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Uh, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who we tre- who trespass against us. Deliver us from evil. Amen. Uh, and again, he was upside down, and then we've just got that big page of Gideon Falls, and like I said, oh, I was wrong with it all, I'm sorry, guys, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, no, I was right. So yeah, Jeff Lemire on the uh, writing there, and Andrea Sorrento um, doing, I'm guessing, writing as well, and doing some artwork and colours by Dave Stewart. So um, yeah, it's just, and then turn the page, boom, we're in a fucking um, wheat field driving down a road in a shitty old car um, towards like a township and then in the rear view mirror we've got our, our uh, rosary beads and cross hanging from the rear view mirror then old barn out the window and a um, what's it called a windmill a windmill and then the dude reaches into his jacket pocket and we see a collar um, he is in fact a priest uh, Gideon Falls, question mark, is someone saying. Uh, he's having a swig of whatever he pulls out of his jacket pocket. Uh, so we're getting a flashback here as he drives into town. That's right, Wilfred. It's a nice little town. Quiet, I think. All things considered, exactly what it's exactly what you need right now. Uh, with all due respect, Bishop, but quiet is not what I need right now. Idle hands and all that. And then we cut back into the town, and his conversation's still relaying in the background here. Uh, there's people in the street. Looks like um, you know, sort of 
out Kui Rup way for me. If anyone's from this area, uh, I, I trust you. I trust you to find something productive to keep you busy, Wilfred. It's previous pastor of of more than thirty years, Father Tom Tom Charlesley or whatever the fuck his name is, just passed away. Gideon Falls need you. Surely there's someone else that you can send. I'm finally starting to settle in at the uh, seminary teaching. That'll do, whatever. Um, so bangs on. He's like, dude, you've got to get out there. It's fucking, it needs you. We're not sending anyone else. You're going to Gideon Falls. So he drives past a dude leaning against the bus and he's sparking up a fag there, a cigarette. And then the dude's driving towards him and he just fucking like takes a puff on the smoke and just smiles a creepy fucking like Mark Hamill cock knocker smile. It's fucking weird as shit actually. And then just stares at the car as it drives past and he just goes, fuck, Christ almighty. And then he pulls into a big giant fuck off church. Uh, it's actually a really nice looking building too. Uh, looks up at it. Sort of resembles the church a little bit from Preacher, um, I guess. Out those out those remote towns have got a lot of the same sort of churches. And then we've got a few out at Kui Rup, Roy. <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying Kui Rup because I love saying it. Uh, so he looks up at the church and then, uh, Father Wilfred, I presume. And he just like looks around. He's looking a bit old and weathered, but we don't know how old this guy is. So I don't know how old and weathered can look. Um, what gave that away? She goes, the clothes. And he's like, I was just joking. All right, says the old lady wearing a cat jumper. Um, you know, look, don't get me wrong. Like, I've got nothing wrong with people who wear animals on their clothes, but <laughs> crazy old cat ladies. Weird me out. Um, just Father Fred is fine. Uh, and you are? Jean Trembler. Trembler? Tremblay. That'll do. Um... Head of the Catholic Women's League and co-chair of the Parish Council. I guess I'm the welcome wagon too. I hope you don't mind, but I took the liberty of unlocking the rectory and doing a little bit of cleaning before you arrived. Uh, thanks. Uh, yeah, that's very kind of you. And she has a fucking hook for her hand, man. Seriously. Who wears cat jumpers and has a hook for her hand? I bet you the cat ate her hand off. I know. My fucking cat would do the same thing. Grumpy old fuck. I love Oscar. He's so cool. Uh, she's like, so here it is. And he's like, yep, here it is. I hope you'll have everything you need. Most of Father Tom's things are still here. I figure a lot of them will come in handy. Uh, until you get settled, it's not, not weird at all. Uh, they go in, and it's looking a, it's looking a standard old house there at the uh, standard old rectory, um, and the kitchen, of course, fully stocked. The ladies and I made casseroles and other things, and froze some for you. Uh, thanks, that's very kind of you, Jean. Oh, it's no bother. I used to help Father Tom out quite a bit, cleaning, cooking, that sort of thing. Let me make you a. Let me make... What? Let me take your bag. There we go. <laughs> Let me take your bag. I can show you uh, where your room is. Like, yeah, it's all right. I'm sure I can manage on my own. Now, at this point, I'd be going like, listen, lady, fuck off. But he's a he's a father. He's a priest, preacher. He's a pastor. He's a uh, father, uh, a son, a voice of God, a voice of God. He's a man of God. There we go. Got there in the end. Uh, he's like, no. So he's polite to her. That's all right. I manage. Um... You know, I'm always used to being the new guy, guy in town. I move around a lot. It's all good. She's like, well, at least let me make you uh, some lunch. There we go. Yeah, I'll make you some lunch. Uh, you must be famished. And he's like, no, no, no. It's fine. It's no trouble. Just relax. 
I'm, I'm fine. Ah, oh, it's no trouble at all. And he's like, so he starts to get a bit sterner. He's like, well, I'm quite capable, but thank you again, really. Uh, maybe a cup of tea. Now, at this stage, I'm kicking the bitch in the face. I'm just like, leave me the fuck alone. Um, it's been a long day, and I think I might just lie down for a bit. Some other time, Miss Trembley? Oh, oh, of course, of course, of course. Uh, actually, Miss Trembley, as she's walking away from the rectory there. Uh, of course, Father, anything! She comes running back. Uh, in the rush uh, to get to Gideon Falls, I the, don't think the bishop ever told me, how did Father Tom die? And she says, oh, oh, I had thought you would have known. She's in the unknown. Was it his heart? I'd rather not talk about it, which is funny because it sounds like this bitch wants to talk about everything. Um, but Father Tom was like, well, um, he was like a father to me. Ah, oh, it's all right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to upset you. Too nice. Fucking remember that bitch was being forceful with a sandwich, man. Uh, it's all right then. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to upset you. And well, I guess you know. I'll see you at mass. I suppose you will. Uh, thank you, Jean. Do you believe in evil? It says at the bottom as he's looking out the window. And we turn the page to see what's happening. And we've got our uh, trash diving buddy still wearing his thing in a psychiatric uh, hospital getting an evaluation. And he's like, I told you before, Dr. Zoo, I'm not sick. I think it's Zoo. XU is Zoo, right? I don't know who I'm asking. It's not like he can talk straight back to me. So they're talking about evil and whether someone's being evil. And she's like, no, look, it's just your fucking obsession. Digging through the trash is not fucking evil. It's just, you know, your disease. You can't help it. But we're working on it and you're spiraling out of control again. Yada, yada, yada. Working with mental illness is never any fun. And it's like the city's trash. It's like it's showing me something. And he's banging on about how he fucking... He talks to her with images and shows all the different bits of metal and shit that he has found and the nails and all that sort of stuff all through the photos. Now, again, the fucking artwork is just amazing as he hangs his head back and holds it into his hands and creeps out where the fucking photos are flying and the city's all over the show. And holy shit, it's his face on the front fucking cover wearing the mask. He's the space monkey. I just worked it out. Um, so it's the first time I found them in the garbage were random and then I admit, but, you know... They were more important. I just couldn't figure out why, and I grew more and more frustrated by the um, by the ability to draw my attention. And he starts going on about how he's he knows they're all there. He just doesn't know what. And so, what if it's God who's showing me these things? I'm worried. It might even be the devil. It's like what? What? She says, "Well, I'm a Buddhist, Norton, and uh, I don't believe in the devil." Uh, so they start having conversations. Like, look, you know. You're not fucking... It's not God. It's not the devil. You're just sick. I'm sorry, but, you know, you need to take your meds and get back on it and stop digging through the fucking trash. And you remember your exercises? Remember the meditation techniques? Yeah, we'll go and do that instead. Because, you know, meditation always helps. I mean, it can help. I shouldn't be too fucking mean to these people. Meditation can help in times of uh, mental illness. Take a deep breath. You could impose meaning or anything if on anything if you try hard enough. You know, that doesn't make it real. Ah, and you know what? It's true. And he walks out of the mental health hospital. When these fantasies start, you need to remember to ground yourself. Meditate, calm, quiet thoughts until you start to spiral. And then you're back in control. You know, you are in control. And he walks past a nail on the street. And then he stops and he looks at the nail. And he keeps walking. And he goes, yeah, you're right, Doctor. The conversation's laughing. And then the fucking artwork, like, the nail turns red. Everything's black and white except for him who's standing there. And he goes back and he picks up the nail and he says, I am in control. 
And then it cuts to the building uh, where he is obviously living. And the lights are on upstairs and he's fucking in there. And down the bottom we've got the church where Winifred is. Father Winifred. Uh, and then next thing you know you hear this psst, wake up. And it's Father and he's, he's reaching over, he's putting on his glasses like, what the fuck? And it's like, wake up. He'll notice I'm missing. And there's like a fucking pastor standing on the fucking edge of the bed looking quite satanic and he's like what the fuck father tom is that you and then uh he runs out the door he's like wait and he's like come on so he's fucking starts going after this uh red deviled father tom he's all fucking colored in red and it's just gritty it's like the fucking oh the pen work on this the fucking inking work is just still so good like, father tom i thought you were dead please stop we can figure this out no time and he runs out the door tom and he sees him going through the fucking field and then we cut to uh, the personal journal of, um, uh, I've forgotten his name, Norton. Personal journal, August 12th. I saw Dr. Zoo again today, and now I'm worried that my work may be in jeopardy. I know that she means well. I know that she thinks she is helping me, but I can't go back to the hospital. I can't. I'm so close now. I can feel it. It's a part of me. Wanted to tell Dr. Zoo. The truth, but I'm scared that would make her even more skeptical skeptical of my work. Either my either way, I'm not ready to reveal the full scope of what I'm doing yet. Soon, but not quite yet. Not until I know for myself. So as we walk down, as we go down that page, we've got um, uh, topless father running through the field. Uh, the the field after. Um, uh, Father Tom, and then we flip it upside down, and we've got fucking Norton on his desk writing the mason jars in the background, but he's upside down, the whole room's upside down, and then we cut back, and we've got uh, Father Fred, and he's just there, still topless, looking out into the uh, scapes, trying to see what's going on, and then we go to the very bottom panel, and it's um, Norton, and he's got a breathing apparatus, oh no, he's looking through a microscope, Boy! and he's upside down again. And then we see some footprints on the ground as we turn the page. Uh, Father Fred is still rocking barefoot because he has not gotten dressed yet. I want to trust her. We're still in the journal, by the way. I want to trust her. But what if it's a trap? What if she isn't trying to help me, but rather stop me? All I know for sure is that... (coughs) Pardon me. Wow. All I know for sure is that one person is... All I know that she is the one person who ever really listened to me. The one person who has ever been kind to me. And then we go down and he's sort of kicking back in his chair a little bit. And he's picking up a box. I almost told her I got close. But I held back. I didn't tell her what I what I finally think I figured out. That it's been fine. That uh, what it is that I've been finding in the gutters and the back alleys. And then we cut next panel. And we got uh, Fred and he's crouching down in the field. Uh, he's got all the fucking wheat around him. And I'm still in the journal. It came to me in a dream last week. No, not a dream. A vision. And then we're back upside down and he's pulling out a fucking, like a, a scroll mappy thing out of a tile on the floor. But he's upside down. Its true shape has revealed itself to me. At least. I finally know what it is that I've been finding I have seen it. The barn. The black barn. And then as that happens, we've got Father Fred looking at the big black barn with the fucking fiery red skies. It looks straight out of hell. And then at the bottom of the page, we've got an upside-down scribbling of the barn. 
mirroring what fucking Father Fred is looking at. And it is fucking amazing to look at. And we turn the page, and he goes, sweet fucking Jesus. As he's fucking sort of rubbing his eyes, he's like, what am I doing? Don't know what it means yet, but I know it's bad. It's back in the journal. The, the vision was horrible, terrifying. At first, I wanted all I wanted to do was run away. I spent just a week cursing God, just couldn't understand why he'd given it to me. All the people, all this burden, all the knowledge. But then last night, I had another dream. I saw the black barn, only this time it was different. This time, someone else was there with me. I couldn't see their face, but I felt them beside me. And I know now... I'm not scared anymore. And as we go down the page there, so we've got Father Tom walking and then uh, Father Fred walking and we see uh, a bit of red on some of the uh, wheat there and he looks at it and it's looking like blood and then you see like a fucking opening in the field and there's this big blood patch. And there's that fucking sandwich making nosy bitch something hook stabbed right through her fucking chest. I shouldn't say it like that. She was probably really sweet, but she did. There is no doubt that evil exists. I have seen it. But now I know that I don't have to face it alone. And Father Fred is standing over the deceased lady with the fucking hook hanging out of her hand. Continued. So, Kitty and Falls, motherfuckers. It was such a fucking awesome book. Like, seriously. I, it got me from start to finish... I just could not put it down. And I went back and read this book like three or four times because, seriously, it was so fucking amazing. Everything about it, like the artwork, the fucking thing. Just go down to your store. You know what I'm going to say. Go down to your fucking comic book store. Go to fucking comicsology.com. Pick it up. It is fucking worth it. Like, seriously. So, anyway, I don't know how long I've been recording for, but I do know that I need to make a move. So, guys, um, you know where you can find me. You can find me at uh, Comic BS on Twitter, or you can go to Comic BS at iCloud, shoot me an email. You can find me at the BG Boy on Twitter. Uh, I hope you have all been really well, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Hit everyone else up on the new Pod World Order, uh, and give the other shows there a listen, a like, and a rate, and um, yeah. I guess that's all the comic BS I have this week. Uh, I have been Beach. Peace out, motherfuckers. Liberate!
Mm-hmm. <laughs>